What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the next episode of The Morning Orange Juice. And since we didn't have one last week, due to the Super Bowl, I have forgot what episode number we are on. But I digress. We are back. A lot has unfolded in the past uh, two weeks. We are going to talk about that today. So, the Super Bowl. What did we think about the game? Or... I'm sure we all watched it. I did. I did. Watched it here yeah. at the house. It was alright. I mean, second half was boring. First, like, 15 seconds of actual playtime, beautiful. But after oh, yeah. that, just terrible. It was terrible. Not surprised uh, the Rams won. I mean, they're a much better team in, like, every aspect. But it would have been more exciting if the Bengals would have won. Yeah, I agree. I wanted, I wanted the Bengals to win. I wanted Joe Burrow to win the Super Bowl, honestly, this early. Um, but uh, I thought it was an alright game. Uh, I did. I don't know if this is a hot take with you guys or not, but like, I truly, I did enjoy the halftime show. I thought that was pretty good. What did you guys think? No. Nah, it wasn't for me, man. I, no. I thought it was pretty boring. But they shouldn't have even had Eminem there. They should have took out Eminem and just had Kendrick like for like one more song. Ken- yeah, I know. Kendrick's Kendrick's song went so hard and it just ended and like is so sad because I was like, bro, I wanted him to sing a couple others too. It could have been better, as I said. They should have just took Eminem out of the lineup. He's what do he sing like a verse? He's a. Uh... Yeah. Not to get canceled, but he was a token white out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. I had a buddy say they had to have him, or that's what he thought it was like they had to have him there because they can't just have an all black, like artist. Well, like why not? Who cares, man? I don't. Yeah, I don't give a shit. You don't it would care. Have been much better if he wasn't there. He hasn't done anything notable since like two thousand and like nine. Or so. But he he just bought NFTs a few months ago. Oh my god. Anyway. Anyway, um I thought the game was good. That yeah, the beginning of the second half was really good. Really fun to watch, but then it just slowed down and the Bengals were just getting stuffed every time, which was like honestly I thought that would be like the whole game. Or like that would be like the story of the game. Would be their linemen totally folding under the Rams defensive line, and so. I honestly thought the Bengals. I thought the Bengals were going to pull it off for like a long bit. Like, yeah. Almost like up until like the last minutes of the game, I was like, "Oh, dude, the Bengals can," because they always stayed within like a touchdown range. I was like, "Oh, dude, the Bengals can." Well, they were game. they were up, and the defense was holding up surprisingly. Like the defense yeah, played sure. really well, but they just when you have like six drives with like flags on every single one. It's it's a bit yeah, that's true. That's true. It's that home field advantage, but you're not actually at home. You're the away team because for some reason they decided that LA should be the away team, even though they're playing at their stadium, which is horse shit. Yes. Stupid. By yeah. the way, that is ridiculous. They should be playing at a third party stadium. Like that is really But they they pick the stadium before the teams get there, and they just so happen to pick L.A. Who was the last one? There was another team just a few years ago. Oh, Tampa Tampa Bay. 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 Played it in Tampa Bay. 
So, who, where are they going to pick it for next year? Is it going to be the city of the overwhelming favorite? Like, whatever team comes out hot the first few weeks, they're like, okay, let's have a Dude, Super Bowl they, there. They should, pick it, they should pick the Eagles stadium, bro, and see if the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl. Oh. Doubtful. Doubtful. That's pick, not uh, happening. Pick Colorado. Pick Colorado. Yeah, they ought to pick. Hopes up. They ought to just pick whoever the worst team is and put it in their stadium. So it'll so just be in Jacksonville every year. Yeah. 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 You as an LSU fan, it must have been pretty exciting, though, seeing Burrow go all the way to the to the big champs. Well, yeah. The big championship. Not, not really that surprised he made it. Even though you have a flag right behind you. Would you like to explain that? Well, I mean, that's where I'm from. I'm not a bandwagon fan. Totally. I don't know. Right? I'm, I'm going I'm to ride the wave. Well, actually, no, the wave's over. I rode the wave, but I'm, I'm going to ride the little ripples after because I think you'll it, be an exciting quarterback to watch, I think, for another four years, maybe. It depends on what happens this offseason. There's so many ifs. But the fact that the kid gets takes the worst team in the league with and getting sacked all the time and still putting up numbers is super impressive. Like if it yeah. if you had like Matt Stafford getting sacked seven times in one game, they would have it would have been a blowout. It would have been so ugly. But that kid's a scrapper. He's a scrapper. Well, I mean, we also had yeah, Chase, no. Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. who's also Jamar from LSU. And then the defense had a bunch of former Saints. They were all pretty great for the Saints. So, well, besides Eli Apple, the defense did amazing. Other than Eli Apple, but the defense did really (laughs) good. Like, I I thought it was going to be a blowout as soon as you know they started getting the ball off. But I guess we couldn't really see the full game because you know what the full potential of defense. Because I mean, OBJ was out like after the first quarter, right? Yeah, another former Tiger, but I actually I wanted to see him lose really bad. No, I he's good. I like OBJ. He's, he's a been fun punk. to watch since I was young. He's he's an interesting player. I just want to see Antonio cry. Brown, man. He's a better role model than Antonio Brown is. They're he's both in the player. same level. No, no, OBJ's no, no, so no, way, much no way, no way, no way. OBJ's on this trajectory of Antonio Brown. So is Michael Thomas. No. Michael oh, Thomas no, 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 will be no, 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 just wait. as bad. No, I, I all, don't think I don't think well, Odell Beckham and like Antonio Brown are that different in skill. Like in no, skill, we're not I talking about skill. We're talking about their heads. Yeah. They got some no, bad no, CTE no, no. going yeah. on. Beckham is Beckham is so far away from Antonio Brown in like in his mental state, bro. Antonio Brown is like crazy, bro. like crazy. No, but but I'm predicting that OBJ in the next few years will be just as crazy as Antonio Brown. Nah, nah I don't see it. Alright. We'll see. Who knows? He could come out he could come out next season putting up numbers. I, I believe it. I mean Well Robert no Woods really will be like, back. Yeah. No one's really like no one notable I think is leaving uh is leaving them at all next year. Yeah. Well I don't think so. Besides uh they're uh, Andrew Whitworth, who also played for LSU, yeah. retiring. And then Eric Weddle, who just came out of retirement for that. He'll be yeah, gone. I thought he, said he was, I thought he said he was coming back, possibly. No, he's going to be coaching a high school football team. Uh, so exciting. Well, that's not bad. I mean, that's not like... 
career or like not career ending sorry that's not like a hot streak ending kind of deal i mean they're two notable players by all means but i'm sure they can find someone to fill the gaps yeah i mean they weren't that important i I have money i honestly think that the Rams, and this is gonna be a hot take for the night are gonna be garbage next year like they're gonna be garbage they're barely gonna Hmm. make it to the playoffs if that and they're gonna lose in the first round like the the rams are gonna be unheard of like you're not gonna hear of them next year so, um, like the Chiefs this season, how they were supposed to be a powerhouse, and then they just come exactly. out like flopping on their face. Yep, it's going to be exactly like that. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. We'll see. Trevor Lawrence should be drafted to the Steelers. Um, and then Trevor Lawrence is going to go off. I'm telling you, Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow is going to be like the greatest rivalry you've seen in quarterbacks in a long time. Like, Trevor Lawrence uh, is already yeah. in the league. Yeah, I know, but I mean, he's playing for the freaking Jaguars, bro. Oh. Like, I thought you were like, he should be drafted by the Steelers. I was like, what? I don't know. I was What? Hasn't been the same since Cam Newton at the Jaguars. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, definitely not. I was looking at some of Trevor Lawrence's stats. Wait, no, that's even not in, like, Cam Newton. Wars. Is it? No, that was that old Camden. My bad, my bad. <laughs> um, bad, bad football take, bad memory. <laughs> Trevor, I was looking at some of Trevor Lawrence's um, stats with the Jaguars and like their worst games this season. And like the kid was throwing for like 200, 300, 400 yards in a game and still losing them. And I'm just like, that's pretty freaking impressive. Like two, three touchdowns a game. That was insane. Those are garbage yeah, time stats, go. though. All right, so you ready? Here's here's the yardage he was throwing. So like, beginning of the season, uh, 223 yards, 193, 280. Midway through the season, throwing about 158, 161, 18, 238. And then finally, once October hits, like that man's throwing 319. But yeah, there towards like, the end of the season, he was kind of slouching a bit. But he came out hot in September with 332 yards. I think I think I think that you give him a, an okay team, bro, an okay team, and Trevor Lawrence is gonna take him far, just like Joe Burrow did with the Bengals. The Bengals, what about the Patriots. You know, I I like the Patriots. I think they're gonna be really good. Mac Jones is really. He's uh, so. He's the next Brady man with that dad bod coming in. Well, he's gotta be. <laughs> With that roster around him, I mean, Burrow's got the best team out of all of them. But the uh, the Jaguars, the Patriots, are not that great. So it was a miracle the Patriots even made the playoffs. I think. Yeah. 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 Well, Mac Jones is good though. Did he play? Uh, where did he play before the Patriots? Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, Alabama. Yes, he was this QB for Alabama. In February. That, that. Oh my God. I'm looking at some of the numbers he put up. So in February 6th, that he threw 112 yards. That was it. Yikes. Yikes. But, yeah. I mean, he's throwing, yeah, he's throwing almost like Trevor Lawrence. Uh, so he threw, Mac Jones threw 3,800 yards in 2021. And then Trevor Lawrence threw 3,600. So Trevor Trevor Lawrence is throwing a lot more. Well, actually, no, no, Mac Jones is throwing more, two hundred yards more. 
Yeah, but he also has a, a considerably better team. <laughs> a better coach, you mean? A better coach? A better coach. Mm-hmm. That is true as well. Who even coaches the Jaguars? Like... <laughs> It was Urban Meyer. It was his first season in the NFL. Oh, got fired. Gets fired midway through his first season for like this big, this big scandal involving the kicker. I think it was a. Uh, damn, I don't remember his name. But like the kicker was like, oh yeah, Urban Meyer is like, not he's treating us as like subhuman beings or something. So they fired him. Speaking of being treated like subhuman beings, watch the super smooth transition into what do you guys think is hap- about everything that's happening in Canada, bro? Oh. Oh. Good. So pretty weird. smooth transition. That was pretty smooth. <laughs> that guy, that guy is a, is a madman, dude. Like, the president of Canada is literally, like, like, like just the entire, like, Canadian police force, the entire Canadian government. I don't. I don't know. Like, is none of are none of them taking a step back and like realizing what they're doing? Like, they're crazy. They're crazy, bro. No, man. They're they're considered terrorists for what they're doing, which is absolutely outlandish. It's insane. No one's been hurt that I know of. Uh, People's bank accounts got frozen. Um, People got arrested. That's really, that's really about it. And then what did Trudeau, what did he tweet out, like, towards the end of last week about it all? I think he said something just absolutely ridiculous. Oh, the blockades are illegal. We can't, Mm -hmm. we can't have this or whatever. Uh, damn, I don't remember exactly what he said, but, I mean, it was hypocritical, I know that much. Oh, it was that tweet, it's like when, when you, uh, Damn it. There's something about dissent. You can't uh, take oh. the dissent. You've lost your rule to govern. Read it. Here it is. Illegal blockades and occupations have threatened businesses, endangered jobs, and obstructed communities for three weeks now. This week, to restore public yeah. order and protect Canada as the situation involves, our government invoked the Emergencies Act. We'll continue to make sure municipal, provincial, and federal authorities have the resources they need and do whatever is needed to keep people safe and get the situation under control. And we'll make sure your rights and freedoms are protected. Hmm. What? What? You can't just, just add did. that on. You can't just add that on, bro. Yeah, we're we're going to take away basically these people's right to protest. We don't really agree with what they're doing. So we're going to freeze their bank accounts and arrest them and get them back into society. But don't worry, we're going to protect your rights and freedoms. We don't yeah, care what they have to say. I don't understand, dude, everything that's going on with them. Like, it's it's insane. It's insane. It, it could have been so he simple. Also looks, oh. Yeah, he also what? looks like the most punchable human being I've ever seen. He's a cut, like, man. He's a cut. <laughs> Look at what Trump did to him. Remember, he refused. He didn't shake his hand. <laughs> he just ignored him. He shook like everybody else's hand at like some world leaders conference and just ignored you. Know, it was hilarious. And people act like Canada is like a good place to live, and like they're no, no, no it's dude, not. They hate. They hate it their natives. Not. Why would you they want to live there anyway? Just based off of there the weather. Why would you want to live there? 
there was this kid who showed up like he just like is like living in Gainesville and then like you know like one of my friends just like showed up and he had this kid with him and then the kid is and we're like oh, like who is this kid he's like oh dude like I'm a buddy like we my 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 friend used to live in Canada and then like moved down for like college right he's like oh yeah dude like I'm like so like why are you here he's like he's like oh dude like I had to leave Canada dude like it sucks there like since COVID like it's just been like the worst place literally like you can live like you you come here and it's like a different life and I was like because like in my mind like Canada is all like like rainbows and butterflies dude like life is good and he's like no dude like I hate Canada I hate the government like uh, everything taxes are insane all the like things that are imposed on them like it's insane it's insane I mean, how big is, like, the minorities population in, like, Canada? I want to look this up. I'm really curious. Canada's minority population. A fringe. So, look up fringe minority. 9% are French-Canadian. Eastern European Canadians are 15.6%. Asian Canadians are 7.2%. First Nations, so that would be, like, their natives, I think kind of like how we have uh like native americans i think that's what that is first yeah. nations is 3.3 black african and caribbean canadians there's less than a million of them i just i just want to say that by the way 2.2 percent so there's 662,000 uh black and caribbean canadians <laughs> that's it there's 2.3 million asians asian canadian and then i guess first nations only make up 1.3 so what's your point with the uh, the racial stuff? This is the white. So you're it's the white people wanna, that make uh, it terrible. I, yeah, <laughs> like everyone thinks it's so peachy and keen there, but I I I have a feeling it's kind of like Japan, how like Japan is majority white and everything seems to be fine, but they're all secretly racist because. Oh, you mean remember- <laughs> how they're all Asians? <laughs> yeah. But I remember uh, that was just a joke by the way. That last <laughs> statement. But I do remember a few years ago, like 2019, 2018, 2020, around that time, there was a lot of protest and burnings, uh, like, by uh, Canadians, like, Native population, because they just weren't getting the recognition they deserved and their rights. They were being mistreated. They were being, like, I have a feeling Canada is pretty racist. I just just have a hunch. Well, I mean. Are little to no minorities there and just that vast landscape kind of like russia i mean look at them it's a small population for all that land well how about those pictures of justin trudeau in full blackface mm-hmm. he's a racist <sighs> oh, man. so i'm gonna compare what's going on in canada which is i think is more alarming than our next topic the the easiest comparison is star wars when jar jar binks makes a motion to the Senate. We must give the emergency powers to the Chancellor. And then, so Palpatine gets those full powers for the Clone Wars, and then he never gives them back. So we don't know if Trudeau is ever going to give those powers back yet. I I don't even know if he will. Like, why would he want to? I think, didn't didn't his, um, his administration say that, like, I heard somewhere, I don't know if his administration or said it or something, or like an official that maybe wasn't directly connected to him, like said that like they might keep certain points, like certain like aspects of their emergency 
emergency act as just regular dating. So yeah, I saw like, that. I saw that video too. Yeah, we're just gonna have the power to just freeze your bank accounts whenever we feel like it, man. And your crypto wallet. Like China, man. It's like China and the social credit score. It's the same. It's the yeah. same vibe. So the protest against government overreach ends up leading to more government overreach. So what happens now? They're playing a trucker convoy in America, heading from California to D.C., and D.C. at this moment's already preparing. Preparing for what? They're not going to burn down the place. They're, like, trying to block them off, make sure they what? can't get in the city. So I don't they're going to start blocking roadways now? Good Lord. Or some kind of checkpoint. Yeah. I don't know for sure. You thought sure. your supply chain issues were screwed up? <laughs> get this. <laughs> it's about to get even worse. I, I saw I saw I... I get the whole uh, California thing, though, on why they'd be protesting California, because... No, no, that's where they're starting. Then they're going to drive across the country. Well, don't they have to be vaccinated or part of a union to be in California to truck? Wasn't that like a I don't know for sure. I guess they're going there, and then they're coming out, and then they're going to pick people up along the way, like more trucks throughout wherever route they take, and they're all going to converge on Washington. That's what I'm like, guessing is supposed to happen. Anyway. That's like the last thing we need, seriously, with like supply chain stuff right now, bro. Like, oh, here it is. Yeah, that's what I told my parents. That the protests can't hurt the people like that. Like, we can just blame them for the reason we can't get biscuits and cinnamon rolls. Yeah. So it was part of recently the whole like EV stuff, how like you had to, you couldn't buy a truck after a certain year, it had to be an electric truck, you know, et cetera. It's part of the whole California law, but yeah, you have to be, I'm pretty sure you have to be a union trucker to enter into California. And if not, I also believe you have to be vaccinated as well. Like you can't run like a certain model of truck and like a, just a million other things, but it's, it's, it's very odd that they're essentially forcing them into a union with that law because no one not everyone wants to be in a union you know not all the time is yeah. a union necessary like amazon workers great they should definitely unionize because there's a lot of shit that is wrong about amazon's just whole corporate kind of setup i mean they hire to fire people which i think is a touch ridiculous but it's very simple jobs at least from what i see yeah. but i can get why people are that unionizing there because there's definitely a lot of issues that need to be addressed but for things like trucking which is you're essentially getting rid of any form of independent trucking you know and it's kind of it's kind of odd it's kind of odd i don't i don't exactly agree with that because you're imposing on a large amount of smaller trucking uh you know businesses whatever they may be and i think it's a good thing i mean was it 90% of truckers anyways are vaccinated, but in, like, Canada that's there's protests, but they're still protesting for the people. Yeah, and because, the narrative is yeah. shifting to where it's only the unvaccinated truckers that are apparently protesting this. I don't think that that's not true. I it's think people realize that if you give them one thing to ban, such as something like that, it gives them a lot more room to add a million other things. You know, and now we've been seeing, what is it? Johnson and Johnson has basically just been like silently pulled from the shelf of like vaccinations. I don't hear of anyone going to get a Johnson and Johnson vaccine anymore, right? Those aren't like yeah. a thing anymore. I, I don't know. They're not recommended. Yeah, Everyone's they're not like recommended, either they were, Moderna they were. or Pfizer. 
Nothing else. But now Moderna, was it their CEO dumped all of his shares and deleted everything on social media. So I don't know what's going on there. That's really sucks. And I guess Pfizer's the only clean one, uh, clean one left. I don't know what they're up to, man. I don't know. It's odd. I mean, get vaccinated if you want to do it, you know, or not. It's whatever. It's up to you. But it's just weird, man. It's it's weird seeing that we went to anti big pharmacy for years to pro big pharma to now. I know. I think we're going anti big pharma here probably within three years. I'd say. I I would say so because the conversations are on the table of the side effects of getting vaccinated for certain age groups because there are certain age groups who need it much more. Obviously, older populations need it like much more than someone like my age does. Like when you vaccinate your kids, what is it? They're much more likely to get myocarditis and all these other heart problems. Like even the American, what was it? The American Heart Society said that you're like at a much higher risk to get like a stroke or a heart attack or something along those lines. I've seen like, yeah, I've seen a bunch of these things on like news outlets and, and Twitter where it's like, it's like the CDC and like Pfizer are now warning about like, like uh, like high stroke and like heart attack risks mm-hmm. and i'm just like they're just and I, I was wondering i was like is this connected to the, like it is ultimately connected to the vaccines but they like wouldn't say that directly but i was like i was like this is just crazy that they're just like saying that you know like out loud and no one's like paying attention like what that's like I think- it's like the um, at the end of the drug commercials where like side effects may include this and they read it off super fast because they have to fit it in. Yeah. Or it's the little small font on the bottom where you can't read, but it's got to be there. So it's like, oh yeah, here's all the side effects. You might die, you might get cancer. But uh, yeah, take this drug. It's great. We shouldn't even be advertising for drugs. You all just find out what drug you need when you go to the freaking doctor. And they're even like... I, I saw, I'm actually looking at a, uh, like, article right now. It's, like, Pfizer opted, like, they, they were trying to make their COVID vaccine, like, applicable to children as young as six months. Mm-hmm. Six months ago? Like, <laughs> what? And then, and then, you know, like, later on, like, in a month later, they're like, oh, no, we opted to delay the application because... It shows that, like, early data shows it's ineffective against COVID and, like, kids that young. And I was like, dude, we've known that all along six months old, bro. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. <laughs> Didn't they say that vitamin C? Okay, the other weird thing is that how come they're not presenting us with, like, other alternatives and, like, self-care to defeat COVID? Because I think there was something along the lines that vitamin C would, like, drastically decrease fatality rates for COVID. Like, even pre, like, treatment and then things like ivermectin and such. Uh, I think it was in the the Robert Malone interview on Joe Rogan. Damn, he's trying to get censored. He's so bad. The guy who has has all the uh, patents Patents. for the the vaccine style that was made, you know, Ooh, the mRNA vaccines. He has the patents, but we shouldn't listen to him. Ooh. <laughs> Even though we said he yeah. wasn't anti-vax, he just said the numbers didn't add up. And he's right. They don't add up. They're, uh, not, they're, not presenting you, they're not presenting you with alternative care. Like, ivermectin and such did work. It was proven to work. But that goes against what Big Pharmacy wants because it's such a generic drug and it's worthless. It's horse paste. 
Or if it is what? Dewormer. I heard exactly what you were talking about, Harrison, um, with the vitamin C. You know how, and it was also so interesting what, like, um, um, Joe Rogan said it so well. He's like, he's like, two years ago, the things I was saying is, like, misinformation, and, like, a year after, it's, like, accepted truth by the White House, and what I was saying a year ago was misinformation, and now it's accepted truth. But, yeah, it's like, people were saying that, like, vitamin C decreases, like you said, like, uh, deaths and, you know, mortality rate and all that stuff. And then, like, everyone was like, oh, dude, like, you can't say that. Like, that's not true. Vaccines are the only way. And literally this past, like, two weeks, I've started seeing articles come out of, like, yeah, make sure you up your dose of vitamin C because it can really help against, like, and I was like, bro, this is, it's just crazy. It's crazy. And of course, like, of course, like, being healthy, eating, like, good stuff and taking vitamins, of course, is going to help your COVID thing. Like, of course, but big pharma for years was like ah nah like the only thing is gonna be vaccines like you're screwed otherwise and it's like that's literally has never ever been like how it should work i don't know Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i'm glad we got rid of like polio and everything else with a vaccine that works you know Hmm. that fantastic but that takes years of development like it takes a long time to eventually get there I don't, I don't remember yeah. how long it took to develop uh, the smallpox vaccine and everything like that and polio. But polio was an absolute breakthrough, amazing work. And I don't know why people are thinking that we can magically create something in eight months. You know, that's unless, was, unless they were working it on it before. 23 years, Harrison. 23 years, yeah. It took 23 but, years to get the polio vaccine. Unless they knew about making a COVID vaccine before this all happened. Who knows? I mean, it all comes back to gain-of-function research. That's how we got here. You can thank Fauci for that, or whoever. Whoever is funding those labs in Wuhan, or whoever did fund those labs in Wuhan. Which was, an, that was another really important thing. I remember the Republicans were like, yeah, this was made in a lab, you is made by the Chinese, you know, and all yeah. this. And everyone's like, no, it's not. You know, stop being xenophobic or whatever it is. And then he was halfway. Yep, it was made in the lab. Uh, oops. They just, we left the door open one day. Goofy. Goofy. It's insane. It's insane. But, you know what I saw the other day that was so scary? Bill Gates was like, oh, yeah, COVID is over, but there's another pandemic coming. And I was like, I was like, what are you, what are you? What do you mean by that? Yeah, what do you mean by that, Bill Gates? What, what, what do you mean by that? That, like, that stuff is a touch goofy, though. The people that are like, oh, Bill Gates is like behind all this. I'm like, no, no. We're, no, we're pushing it a bit too far now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Bill Gates. Right. Like, I think, I think, I think Bill Gates is low-key twisted, bro. But like, um, says the Microsoft intern. Um, yeah, you better. Oh wait. Bro. Oh. <laughs> but, but like seriously, like, I, like saying saying stuff like he says on Twitter or like to like these news outlet outlets of like, oh, there's another pandemic coming. Like, just be ready. Like, oh, you got to do. That. And I was like, I was like, dude, like, what, what are you talking about? Like, what, what are you? Doing? He's crazy. He's a little crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it's it's possible, you know, something. I mean, senators got to meet well before they locked down, you know, 
the country and they got to sell all their stocks right before they you know proceeded to lock everything down but which totally helped us that was so (laughs) helpful thanks guys thanks you're supposed to protect us and lead us thanks i'm glad to know that you can sell before we can sell it's not insider trading it's not because they're politicians also what's up with uh pelosi or whatever being like pro banning of senators trading stocks what happened there I thought so she's she was gonna to retire i saw that's all there is to it all right i'm out now no one else could do what i did i'm for I it. See it you know it like covers her trail basically so it won't ever come back to her if you just cut it off then and there because i don't think you can be tried you can't be tried for something that's just newly made illegal right if you've done it in the past right no, yeah, we yeah can't. Can. I don't. Can. I don't remember what the law is called. I think we learned it in like, uh, we learned it in one of our history classes. But yeah, I mean, it's not like they can just go back and just say, "Oh, you did this, this, and this." After they make it illegal, you know, it's done. It's whatever. Yeah, it I'm was legal when you like did pissed. it, so it's legal. Everyone's gonna be pissed that she banned it because they wanted to do it. They wanted to do it. Now they can't. Hmm. But anyway. The whole point of the Canada and, like, the vaccine conversation is that they could have just ended the mandate. It would have been so simple. They could have just ended the mandate, actually listened to the truckers. But for all these reasons that we just stated. But no, yeah. they use it as a power grab instead. So that's yeah. our problem to the north. Now we got our problem to the east. Or whatever the hell is going on, because every day the news tells you something different. Oh. We're going to meet with Putin. We're not meeting with him. He's about to attack. He's going to attack in 16 hours. On the 16th, he's going to attack now. Oh, no, he's not going to attack. What's going on? Do we even... Who's feeding out the FUD? Who's feeding out the truth? Zero hedge, obviously, on Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who has the power to tank markets with one tweet. Legendary. Legendary. Yeah. Uh, I saw once again. I saw like a pretty scary tweet the other day where it's like, you know, do you guys think that this like war with like Russia is just gonna like happen like next week or next month? No. Like, just remember that the Cold War literally lasted like twenty years. And I was like, just thinking about my portfolio, and I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, that can't happen. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's a poop show over there. Literally, anyone who think, who says or thinks that they know what's going to happen, like, doesn't. And, like, it's just a matter of, like, time. And I honestly think that, like, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't really think Putin has the balls to do it, to be honest. But, like, because, like, nowadays, I think, like, like I think he knows that, like, Russia's kind of, like, the bad guy in the world a little. So, I think he's not, I don't think he's stupid, and I know he's going to, like, he knows the repercussions that, that are going to come if he does something dumb. Yeah. The issue is that just Russia doesn't have the manpower either. Like, there's, yeah. there's no rush. There's not a lot of Russians. Like, their population, like, hasn't grown substantially at all in the past, like, 40 years. Like, the population is very small. And then their GDP is also pretty small compared to you know any other nation i mean i don't think they really have the money to genuinely carry through a proper invasion i mean it's just a little bitty country called ukraine yeah but it's like yeah you take ukraine and then you got the entire world on your like 
freaking butt. Yeah. So it's like allegedly like, the entire world. No, NATO. Yeah. You got NATO, which Ukraine isn't a part of. But so my armchair military uh, anal- analysis here yeah. is that so all these European countries are in NATO. Ukraine isn't. Ukraine, do they even want to join NATO? Or I don't know what the deal is because they don't want to be like right next to each other. Like NATO doesn't want to be next to Russia. Russia doesn't want to be right next to NATO. So you got Ukraine sitting right here in the middle. And so yeah. Ukraine said, uh, invade us if you're gay. And now Putin's kind of like, okay, we're going to back up. <laughs> but the most recent report yeah. is they've somehow agreed to have a summit with uh, Biden and Putin next week if they don't that, invade. Like, so if they're going to set up a meeting, they're not going to invade. Yeah, I think that Putin is like a smart guy. As in like, I think all he wanted was like a deal with like the u.s like and he got it he he like i think he's gonna get this meeting with biden and i think biden's enough of a pushover to give him anything he wants to not go into world war three and then putin's just gonna be like all right he's gonna take it and that's it like and like if i don't think he's like dumb so i think it might have been his plan from the beginning to just like want this meeting yeah yeah and like that's not a bad take and also, I think, um, okay, you go first. I have another. I think thought. it'd just be a war of attrition. I mean, event. What if they just fold one day? I mean, it's either Ukraine, you know, dies on the hill they stand on, or they just eventually give up because their people are in so much distress after five years of just that looming presence over their borders. You know, however long it's gonna take. I mean, people are on edge, definitely, and I mean, there's been a bunch of ceasefires and things like i saw a report of all the different like misconducts that have happened according to what the narrative is between uh the ukrainian i guess you could call them rebels i guess you know the, ukrainian, oh, the separatists like, fighters versus the russians they got people yeah. in ukraine who want to be a part of russia which is crazy to me but mm-hmm. go off so i don't yeah i don't think anything's gonna happen though If something was, if if all these NATO countries and U.S. really thought something was going to happen, you think they would have put sanctions on Russia by now as a way of saying, "Hey, don't do this because we're going to destroy your economy." How come that hasn't happened? Wasn't Biden going to cut off that pipeline running into Russia? Right. I think. Isn't that the deal between Germany and Russia? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Germany doesn't want that to stop. I know that much. I think I think the U.S. was trying to talk to the Germans into shutting it off if they don't listen. I think that's what it was. The Germans are making too much yeah. money off of it. They don't want that to uh, shut off. It's all about money. I have to look up so much stuff today. I have to make sure I'm right on all that. <laughs> well, it's too late now. It's already on the right on yeah, this episode. But whatever. It's not serious. No, I don't know. Worst case scenario, I get drafted and I go die by some Russian kid in his, uh, what was it, their track suits. Track suit <laughs> mafia. With his AK. Yeah. Here it is. Uh, he waived a sanction. Okay, Biden under fire from Congress for waiving sanctions on a Russian gas pipeline company. Republicans accused Biden of placating German chancellor... 
Um, oh, wait, no, here it is. Here it is. Here's the, what I was actually talking about. The Biden administration decided to waive sanctions against the company overseeing the construction of Russia's Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline into Germany, despite bipartisan opposition in Congress and appeals from Eastern European governments. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So that's what it is. Ooh, big and scary Russia. They're the enemy. The real enemy is that big red country, China. So I guess Biden, if you waive that sanction, that means the construction's still going on, correct? I'm Pretty not much. Like, yeah. So it's his play, I guess. Maybe he was like, here's a show of kindness to Putin. But I thought they already had the like hour and a half phone call or whatever, didn't they? I don't think it was that long. At least now that I remember. Yeah. Well, anyways, maybe that was Biden trying to be nice. So, you know, like, okay, well, like, we're not going to do anything. You know, here's this. But if you truly try to do something, then I'm sure he'll, like, pull something crazy. And then it'll just be a shit show for another year. I can see it. He's showing a bit of kindness. You know, like, please don't. (laughs) Please stop. It's not very cash money. We want peace. I'm just trying to get my degree, dude. This has been the wildest college experience of my life between COVID (laughs) and now. Everyone thought we were going to get World War III after Trump tomahawk missiled that Iranian general. (laughs) We thought we were going to get that. And then now we've got this, dude. I I just want to get my degree, man. Yeah. That's all I want. Well, Even if they invade, we wouldn't have to. We wouldn't have a draft. If they just yeah, go would. for Ukraine and stop, then we're good. Because we I think can't even get involved. Hold their ground for a bit, for a bit, not for very long. But I think they can hold their ground. They're determined. They're determined. But until well. next week. Lord knows what will happen between now and then, because every day there's some world-ending news. Every drops. day it's it'll be, different. It'll be World War Three next Sunday, so mm-hmm. tune in. I'm, I'm excited to see what's going on at Moderna. Maybe there's some massive lawsuit getting ready to be slapped out. Who knows? But can't ask CEO. He's not on social media anywhere. Speaking <laughs> of a guy not on social media anywhere, Donald Trump is starting, well... It's launching tomorrow, or as of yeah. the, when this uploads, it will be the day of. Yeah, yeah. Truth Social's coming out tomorrow. That'll be interesting. Goofy. It's going to be so goofy, man. It's going to be gonna, nothing it's but gonna end politics. It's going to just like Twitter. They're going to start like having to mute people for just saying outlandish shit. Because people are going to pop in there and say some racist stuff, and they're going to have to start banning people. I bet. Be inundated <laughs> with trolls it's from both get sides. It's so bad, man. It's going to be <laughs> nothing but trolls. That is so true. That is it's so gonna... true. We're just going to go on there. <laughs> it's going to get weird. It's vile things, bro. Oh, it's gonna be bad. I, if if Trump would just say he doesn't like race, if he would just go out in public and say that he hates racist, like his entire career could have been saved. The rest yeah. of the time, it's not. I don't think one. Like he said, yeah, I'm I'm not racist, you know, blah blah blah. But he never like addressed the fact that like 
there was racist voting for him, just like other people, you know. I mean, he had I mean, a there's support. racist voting for every party, I'm sure. Exactly, but you should have, he should have just went out and said, you know, I don't endorse the KKK. And he all this. did. There's a speech where he did say that, but that's what all the liberals like to ignore. They, or they cut yeah. out, they piecemeal that speech. If you watch the full speech, I don't remember. It was after uh, Charlottesville, I believe, that he gave this speech. Or was it? Was that, or he, he talked about the leader of the KKK? He said he didn't like him, or something like that. Or was or it David Duke? Yeah. yeah um, I don't remember, man. That that entire presidency is so hazy, and this one we're only like a year and a few months in, and it's already been absolutely ridiculous, man. It, it's only gonna get worse. <laughs> World War Three. Well, if we avoid World War Three, it can't get much worse, can it? I mean, right. that's like the worst right. case scenario. Right. Hey, you we avoid World War Three. You should uh, reelect us. You know what they say, man. Once you hit rock bottom, the only place to go is bedrock. <laughs> Something like that. All right. Well, see you guys next week. Yep. We're yep, gonna wrap it up here. We're still alive and chugging along. Hopefully, Drake yeah. is alive wherever he is. I yeah. thought he would yeah, show up. Yeah, hopefully, Drake is alive too. Yeah, we miss you, Drake. Please come home. All right. It's so lonely. All right, Magic, sign us off. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Make sure to tune in next week. Peace. Bye.